Hi guys, it's Emmett. <clears throat> so, I've been thinking this morning about the coronavirus more, perhaps, than, uh, than I usually do, because we recently started getting our local newspaper. Um, uh, thanks in part to my parents who wanted to give it to us as a... Uh, present to my wife for finishing nursing school and starting work again. And uh, I think they were going to do it for Mother's Day or something, but <clears throat> they read that the local newspaper was really struggling with loss of ad revenue and that they were relying on subscriptions. So we started getting it. It's lovely having the physical paper in the house. But it also means that I interact with the news more than I used to. And sometimes it's overwhelming to read the bad stuff. But um, one of the things that struck me reading the newspaper this morning was how inventive the local response has been. Um, from all the organizations trying to continue to serve in the ways that they have served, uh, even in these times. And one of the most inventive, I thought, was there's a group of local farms, uh, four of them, who, who have always, I think they're socially close with each other, they're all friends, but um, they've teamed up. I mean, they've teamed up in the past for different things, but they've really teamed up this time to essentially provide a great deal of what people need for their food needs and uh, provide delivery service. And it's a smart move for them because they're losing farmer's market revenue, but it's also a real service to people. I know my mother-in-law uses them and has found it really helpful um, some of these, some of these guys, sorry, I'm trying to juggle on an umbrella. Some of these farmers are friends that I actually used to farm for, so I, I know them quite well. And it doesn't surprise me that they've responded this way. Clearly there's a technological burden on setting like this, something like this up and actually running it, but it doesn't surprise me that they're up to the task. And I think, excuse me, what... What I want to draw out from it for my own thinking and hopefully for yours too is just the idea that in this moment the this moment is so starkly uh, a moment in time that is different that it demands from us especially if we have lost what we normally do with our time, it demands that we ask what can we try to do to be of service in these times and also what change of plan can we implement that would um, be a creative step around the loss of whatever income that we had.
this kind of throwing mud at the wall is valuable at any time for someone who has their own business or is self-employed or um, but particularly now I think it's worth doing and and so and I think it's particularly worth doing even if your business is doing fine <clears throat> because clearly this took all of us by relative surprise how drastic it's become and it um, and we have shown up a, a lack of ability to foresee exactly all the ramifications of this and so I'm not at all sure that we're done or at the, the lowest point and and so even even though so far my business is holding steady, um, I've been taking steps to uh, build out in ways that um, that I've been thinking about for a while, but hadn't moved on yet. But now is the time to move on them uh, because. By the time you need something like that to be established, it's too late to establish it. Uh, so you have to build now for tomorrow. Just like how you have to buy the toilet paper now before you need it tomorrow. Um, and so I guess here's my thoughts on tossing stuff at the wall. So first of all, I think, as with anything, it's easy to get bogged down by the idea that you have to get it right. You don't have to get it right. You just have to try a bunch of stuff. Because, in my experience at least, uh, what has panned out and what hasn't has felt largely like a matter of luck. Of... You know, what What got that little bit of traction at the beginning that got the ball rolling versus what didn't. And what got rolling more strongly ended up becoming the thing that... The, the combination of things that I do now and the things that, that didn't get that, you know, that one customer at the right time didn't end up being the thing. So you can't really anticipate that. And if all you do is is throw one bit of mud at the wall, well, it might not stick. Come here, Maisie. Come here. Maisie, come here. Maisie, come here. Come here. Come here. Hey, sit. Good girl. Okay. Come on, Maisie. This way. So, so you want to be throwing lots of different ideas out there trying different things and figuring out how to try them in a way that where you don't get paralyzed by the feeling like it's not particularly good. Just acknowledge that it's not going to be particularly good and start anyways. And then there needs to be a certain amount of follow-through. Now obviously you don't stick with everything forever, but 
I have been reminded again and again that it just takes time. Far more time than I've been comfortable with sometimes to build something to a meaningful level. And the passing of time is not what matters. It's not, you know, when did I start carving spoons and now it's been 12 years and you can say, well, I've been doing it for 12 years. What matters is how long have you been showing up consistently and generously? And all the intervening moments where you haven't been don't count um, under most circumstances. They don't count because our reputations, our businesses are like organisms. If they aren't growing, they're contracting. If they aren't replenishing themselves, they're contracting. Even an animal that seems like it's done growing and reached stasis is replenishing however many millions of cells every single day. We need to be like that animal. We need to be replenishing the cells that die. Now, sometimes those cells are our customers in our community that slip out of our orbit and are no longer customers. Sometimes it's just people who have been thinking about us and then we're no longer thinking about us. It's people who knew about us, but we got sort of booted out of their top of mind by the next person to come along. There are lots of different ways that it can happen, but, whoa, just lost my umbrella. But the common denominator seems to be that you need to be building those cells every day, building those connections, building that reputation, showing up. The other thing I would say about throwing mud at the wall is to try and throw it in lots of different places, by which I mean try different things in disparate fields, in disparate ways of helping people so that, like let's say your main thing is crafts and you feel like it's not quite panning out, sure, throw mud at the wall within that genre but also try starting a completely different business, a completely different service, and see if there's some traction that you can gain from that as well. Now when you do this, I think it's important to keep everything flowing back to the main umbrella of just your, your plain old identity, who you are. I had this trouble early on because I felt like every time I started a business, I needed to start a new business website, a new social media account for it, a new name, and so I lost all the crossover effect of having my current pool of people who knew about me know about this new thing, and I was starting over from scratch. Whereas, if you just exist in the world as yourself, particularly if you're a solo act, then if you pivot to something else, tell all the people who are into you 
as a spoon carver that you're pivoting to something else. Don't just start to something else and be quiet on your spoon carving feed about it. Make your spoon carving feed be partly about this new dog walking service that you're offering. And by acknowledging that we're human and we're more than just this one thing that brought us together in the first place, I think you'll, you'll find, and I have found, that people are remarkably willing to meet you where you're at. Because everybody else is a complex human too. And they see us for who we are. And in fact, us sharing more of our humanity makes them feel more human. <clears throat> and more open to appreciating us as humans. So, don't try to make it perfect. Try lots of stuff and make sure that you're not siloing off the things that you start into separate places where people can't realize that you do these different things. Pull everything under one umbrella. And that way you give each thing the greatest possible chance at success. And also remember, I think sometimes people get stuck on the idea that, well, I don't want to be this forever, so I don't want to put my energy into it because I should be putting my energy into this other thing. And while there is a bit of truth in that, I also think if you're struggling right now, it's, it's, it's not the right way to think. When I was struggling back in the last recession, my dad helped me start a scientific editing business. And for the last 11 years, it has been an important part of my income. I'm hoping in the next year and a half to phase it out. And I've deliberately not scaled it up even though it probably had the most potential of any of my businesses to really become something big that employed people because it wasn't what I wanted to do with my life. But that hasn't stopped me from using it to provide some real security for my family over the years. It's consistently been about a quarter of my income uh, for a bunch of years. This last year is probably a bit less because the spoon carving has been earning so much more. But that quarter of my income has been huge. And it has allowed me to pursue things like starting a spoon carving career. And I recognize that I don't want it to become uh, the thing I do. But boy, has it felt like a real bit of security to have this other thing that I do that uh, even though it's not my favorite thing in the world to do, just has a whole different set of customers, a whole different uh, economic scope. Um, and if everything else in my life fell away, I could ramp that up. So um, just as a reminder, you don't need to have the thing that you're trying to do be the thing that you want to do the rest of your life. It's just to get you through this present moment. As a reminder, I'm now sharing a post on my Instagram feed, uh, which is Emmett Van Dreisch with underscores between those three parts. Um, 
each day where you can talk about it. I would love to hear from you guys what you are doing in this moment to throw mud at the wall. What you think might be a good idea, even if you're not doing it, let's create a resource that people can draw from wherever they are in the world for ideas of what they could be doing to help themselves out of this current jam. Thanks as always for your participation. Talk tomorrow.